you're traveling through another dimension. A dimension of not only a film and sound, but mind. A journey into an auditory movie review adventure that must be experienced to be believed. There's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the Doomsday Clock. Week 93, 1 hour 0 minutes to Doomsday. We are now going to join this show already in progress. Yeah, and, and I went, yeah, okay. And he just said, if I ever leave, don't drink the coffee ever again. And I went, <laughs> good to know, good to know. Um, and because we've been talking crap, and as I've mentioned, it's all over and time is coming to an end. The voice you've just heard, ladies and gentlemen, is the fantastic Duncan McLeish. And we're going to be watching Mega Time Squad. Oh, how are you? Serious talk. They want to start using wild leaves as a spot for gambling drops. So what's the story? You're going to flog the thing. Me? You can take your girlfriend as well. Where is it? It's down there. I never thought anybody would be stupid enough to steal from triads. Oh, yeah? Well, you never met us then, did you? What's that? Not for sale. Oh, multiple tangos, plan B. Very dangerous. Demon will consume you. Can I bring it back, like, exchange it? You will bring it back. Yeah, because it's made in China, eh? He's <laughs> nicked the Chinese money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Wally bracelet. Wally thought this bracelet was wicked, but there was a catch. If you meet your other self while time traveling, that's when the demon comes. Be careful with that thing. So what do we do? Everyone be calm and everything will be sweet. Well, you don't reckon we need a plan? No, no, just trial and error. Uh, be be cool and everything will be sweet. I let other me go. Do you see that? What are all these clowns doing? We like our own game. Now the John Squad, the Time Squad, the Mega Time Squad. Main. <laughs> Where did you bloody come from? Oh, oh my god! Wait till I tell my mum about this. Because uh, it is choice, bro. And um, oh, I work with a lot of lot of Kiwis, and it's just fucking. Uh, 
it, it, it takes physical effort to not call everyone bro and say choice. So that's a thing, right? right? Oh, right. I just thought they, they overplayed it in here, so that is an actual thing. Oh, oh. fuck no. No, no, no. That That is a real, real thing. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But right now, as I mentioned, this is 2018's Mega Time Squad with a runtime run of one hour and 26 minutes. Uh, IMDB reckons that John steals money and a bracelet or a temporal time dislocator from a Chinese antique shop. Fleeing, he triggers the device and goes minutes back in time. The time travel results in new Johns and they form the Mega Time Squad. That's uh, not really what happens, but still nonetheless. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a lot of dickery in this movie. No two ways about it. There's a lot of fucking dickery. Um, it's directed by Tim Van Darmen, best known for producing, writing, and directing this movie. Uh, directing, <laughs> he was fully committed. This bloke was full. He was all in. He's just gone, fuck it. I mean, um, he directed a couple of episodes of Wellington Paranormal, which is pretty cool if you've mm-hmm. not seen it. I haven't um, it's good. It is good. Uh, and he had a role as a street demon in 2015's Deathgasm. Ah, right. It's all kind of full circle. It all ties in together. This stars Anton Tennant as Johnny or John Brew. Um, (laughs) Best best known for this and some New Zealand TV. And he also did an episode of the Power Rangers Dino Thunder. I didn't even know that was a thing. Even know no, neither did I. <laughs> but they're all made in New Zealand, so fucking, I'm pretty sure everyone's been on that. And there's another another show I'll mention later that everyone else has also been on in New Zealand. Um, and you'll go, oh, yeah. Um, this also has Johnny Brew as Shelton, best known for this movie, and personally as Deacon in the What Do We Do? Uh, what Do We Do in the Shadows? No. Mm. Is it What Do We Do in the Shadows? What We Do in the Shadows. What We Do what? in the Shadows. What we, words are hard. <laughs> what we do in the shadows movie and TV series, which uh, I've just found out apparently it's just got a third season. Yep, season three. Fantastic. I'm still, I've still to pull the trigger on season one. <laughs> I'll get oh, there eventually. You've got to get on board. You have got to get on board with it. It's fucking, the, the most recent episodes have had Mark Hamill in them as a vampire and it's fucking hilarious. I've heard this time, however, is a flat circle, which means that eventually I will get around to it, but... Uh, I don't know if you know this, but summer's about to kick off, and that means I've got a lot of movie watches. So yeah, yeah I'm vaguely aware that there is a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of movies to watch during summer and to report on, and and really, you've got the task of it's beyond wrangling cats. It's like wrangling cats on Ritalin. Yes, um, I wish I had a Mega Time Squad. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> That's what it is. It's all just a massive group of Duncans organising. <laughs> we now know how he does it, ladies and gentlemen. The Motherfuckers are onto me. Out of the bit. Yeah, we're onto <laughs> Um Much like Hedy Gaskell Hahn, who plays Kelly, um, mm. best known for, for this movie and the New Zealand equivalent of Coronation Street, which is Shortland Street. Trust me, Shortland Street. Shortland Street has been running for like three hundred years, oh, right? Dear. Everyone that's ever worked in fucking New Zealand television has worked on Short. It's like Neighbours, but like in I think it's centered around a hospital from mm. vague memory. But it's been going for like for fucking ever. Everyone has been on Shortland Street. It's dear choice. God. <laughs> it's choice. <laughs> 
Um, and of course, I could I'd be remiss without mentioning the small role for Milo Cawthorn as mm-hmm. Damage, best known for Deathgasm, Blood Punch, which is one of my favourite time travel movies, and mm-hmm. most recently in Guns Akimbo, which yep. is a fantastic movie if you've not seen it. It's not, my understanding is it's still not available properly in the UK, uh, but once it is, I'll be on it. Uh, I got to see an advanced screening before everything went to shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole world fucking ended and we all got trapped at home. And it, it, it's fantastic. It is a fucking top. I, I, you could not have timed the end of your show any better, by the way. Like, you'd be sort of run right, run right up from the good times right into a pandemic. <laughs> Yeah, it's fantastic. It's, it's just like it was made for it. You know, anyone would have thought that somehow I went back in time and went in three years, mm-hmm. bad shit's got to fucking happen and just retroactively. That would suggest that um, I actually like playing stuff and that doesn't happen. Uh, so, fuck it. Um, now, you know what? Let's just go into our first impressions of this movie. And I'm going to say it. This is the most... Kiwi as fucking movie that I have watched in oh fuck me in a long time. I, there were even points where I had to go, hang on a minute. Even I have to translate that in my head. And mm-hmm. I like like they they call everybody bro. Hey bro, hey good bro, cure bro, which is uh, hello in in Maori. It's cura, uh, and it goes cure bro, and it's great. Um, but oh, my kia ora is a, a a kind of a, a just drink. Yeah, I know. It's fucking for the rest of the world. They're going. Why are they saying cordial? That's dumb. Yeah. Uh, but for <laughs> yes, for for our our Maori brothers and sisters, uh, yeah, that's that's Maori for hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I worked with a guy who greets me uh, every day with kia brew, and it's like kia <laughs> yeah, Uh It's fucking great. Kiwis kiwis are like like. Like more relaxed than Aussies. If that was like Aussies are pretty fucking chill. Like, but you know, we we can step it up into like fucking mental really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, Kiwis just stay like pretty chill unless you fuck them off, and then all of a sudden they become huge monsters and will like crush your head. This um, is the Scottishness in them. Lots of Scotch relocated to New Zealand. <laughs> lots and lots yes. and lots of them. So uh, yeah, that unfortunately the the took. They went across to a warmer climate and embraced that relaxed fit attitude. However, they did not manage to purge from their genes the Scottish rage. Um, sorry, I apologise. That 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 will that takes many 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 generations of outbreeding, not inbreeding, to get rid of. So just be, be warned. <laughs> yes, and on the on the plus side for the rest of us. They were fa- faced with Maoris and Islanders who went, what's that little white man? <laughs> Just sort of balanced out really well. Um, but oh, like I said, there's, even like the very first bit when Johnny's talking to Shelton, how are you, Shelton? Box of birds, Johnny. And I've gone, what? Not even I know what fucking box of birds means. <laughs> Google, please what? translate. Uh. Yeah, I... I, I actually like sent a text to one of my mates going, what's fucking box of birds, bro? And he went, I'll fucking know. He goes, who said it? And I said, I was like in this movie. And he goes, where's it from? And I told him and he goes, ah, it must be like a northern thing, mate. And I went, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. That's a massive fucking help. Um, <laughs> the, thing, the thing about Mega Time Squad, I think you kind of like, 
in, in a lot of respects, I really like that idea of them just going full in with the, this is, you know, this is the, the lingo, this is how people talk and all the rest. Because, like, we, you get, there's a weird bubble that's come up round New Zealand kind of horror cinema, genre cinema and comedy cinema specifically. In the space of about five years, it's mushroom climbed. Like, all the way out mm. from what what we do in the shadows, but I'm thinking about things like uh, Housebound, um, you know, Mega Time Squad, Deathgasm, you know, all these movies are coming out, you know, like, in relatively close proximity to each other, and what I love about it is the indie end of that, which is specifically Mega, Mega Time Squad, because it ain't Mega a lot. Times, yeah. It's not got a lot of money, but that's fine, because um, they, they use it right, but when you look at that side, they really are just... This, to me, is a movie that's made for New Zealanders by New Zealanders, and if the outside market gets on board with it, that's kind of great, but if they don't, you know what, that's fine. Um, yeah. And I, I'm glad that you've explained the bro thing to me, because I... I just assumed it was like a an in joke in here, but that now oh. I now I understand. <laughs> no, to to a man, the bro is just everything. Yeah, hey bro, cute bro, uh, cuz and cuz, <laughs> cuz. Um, it's just look as I said, I work in an industry that is uh, there's a lot of lot of Kiwis in it because mm. they all they start in New Zealand and then come over here um, to get real jobs. Uh, <laughs> You're a bad man. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bad. I'm a bad man, but you know what? It, it goes both ways. They say. Oh, it does go both ways. <laughs> I work. I'd like my my uh, immediate boss is from New Zealand, so. Um, uh, she's she's uh, she's got a PhD though, so she isn't referring to people as bro or anything like that. But yeah, like if you if you mistakenly uh, mention something as being from New Zealand that's from Australia, you get hell. <laughs> like you know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> she will stub all over you. It, it, it doesn't take long for the for the veneer to just fucking crack and go. You fucking what? <laughs> fucking it'd be like it's it's like crowded house from new zealand the finn brothers are fucking yeah. new zealanders yeah, cunts. she's like that you know what you should drink the coffee <laughs> yeah that's right yeah no i know it's a bit sludgy no fucking drink up drink up champ see, see in the, in the case of, see in the case of this movie like before you even like talk about specific scenes or anything like that there's there's two things this movie has that I think make it work, even though at times it's a bit, I'll use a Scottish term here, sugly, <laughs> not safe on its feet. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, there's a, there's a couple of because why not? If we're just if we're flinging regional dialect and lingo in here, let's let's go all about it. Um, yeah. But the the two things that sell the movie is that the ha, the movie has surprisingly competent special effects. Like CGI special effects, they look okay. They're kind of almost, almost um, computerized, like kind of computer gameish, and that's okay. Yeah, that works very similar. Yeah. yeah, and then the second thing is the soundtrack. The soundtrack is one hundred percent synth wavy bliss, and it fits the movie one hundred percent. You can hide a lot with a good soundtrack. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Yeah, not not a lot of the greatest action sequences can be happening on the screen, but if that's got a pounding synth wave beat in the background, that's the best thing you've ever seen. So, um, so like those two things, like above all else, I think what drags this movie from being a super obscure kind of all oh, right, I see what you tried to do there, um, movie into something which I think maybe does translate a bit better, even if the dialect doesn't. 
Yes, would fully agree. And it's all in. Like you said, it's all in. Mm-hmm. Right? There, there's all no right. fucking pretense. There, there, there's no there's no pretend accents. There's no bullshit about going, you know, we need to internationalise any of this. No, nah, fuck that shit. It's just <laughs> flat out. This, this is... Um, well, locally it'd be the western suburbs of of any fucking like pissy city in, in Australia, but it's mm-hmm. New Zealand, and it's just like, yep, straight away, I'm there, I'm having it. Um, yeah, and look, you know, they even went as far as as to throw in L and P, and I went, fuck me, that is like the right next to like Kiwis, L and P is like the most fucking New Zealand thing ever. Like it, it's their national soft drink. Like fuck it, you, like Kiwis here will go. I've got to go to the shop bro to get some L and P, and it's just like fuck, what? Oh yeah, because they won't drink local soft drink. No, fuck that, bro. I want L and P, man. So you know, that, like no one else like, outside of New Zealand gives a fuck about L and P, but. <laughs> They went and went, you know what, we're going to go to Payoa just to fucking put in L&P. And I was like, all right, fucking sell that shit. Sell that fucking shit. Oh, my God. I love it. I fucking... I, just, that's why, we, you know what, fuck the format. Fuck everything about this, yeah. about what I'm doing. Regardless of the fact that, like, Bo broke the format two shows ago because, well, Piranha 3 D and he went, fuck that shit. Yeah, Bo breaks all formats on. That's the, that's the yeah, problem. Yeah, he is the format breaker. Um, <laughs> not, not, not the thirst breaker or... Uh, Anything else? The fast breaker. He's <laughs> the the format breaker. He's pleased by Rachel. Fuck it. Um, but this movie is just like fucking all in. So the short version. Now that we've just sort of talked around it, Johnny. Do, I, I like how he goes from you know what we got to do a job for Sheldon to like hold up an old guy and steal money to just mm-hmm. fucking escalating to straight just straight escalation. Um, you know, right down to the, you know the the duck mask. Why oh <laughs> the fucking, they're holding up the old Asian guy who doesn't give a shit. He's, no, fucking, he's been no, here before. Fucking, he knows what's happening. They don't know, yeah. but they're, they're going to yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, they're going to know. He's going, you know what? If you're dumb enough to steal from the fucking triads, yeah, you get what you take. And if you want to steal this, yeah, the magic fucking thing, I can warn you once, and then it's all on you. And It's gremlins, it's, isn't it's it? Free. It's, 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 it's 100% gremlins. <laughs> Never steal stuff from old Asian men or boys. Well, like, you, know, you, you don't want that. You can't handle this. Like, I, I'm telling yes. you that because I'm an old Asian man and I have been here longer than you will be, white man. Yes. Listen to me. Um, and you, the, the, you never listen. You never heed their warning. And there's a reason that the Chinese civilization has been around um, for, for a lot longer than anyone else. It's because they know when not to steal cursed artifacts that play with time. Yeah, that's right. If someone says it's cursed, you go, well, okay, fucking <laughs> leave it. <laughs> but no, apparently not. No, you just steal it and go, oh, thanks, bro. But I like the bit with, um, can I return this if she doesn't like it? And I'm going, this <laughs> <laughs> is like, oh my God, you are such a dick. Such a dick. And they're just like, yep. You know, they, they, so they steal from the old man. Go and, go and have a beer at the bowling club. Because oh. that's like the only place you can get a, get a beer. Um, because apparently there's no pub in town, but they're drinking long necks at lunchtime, and I'm there going, "That is awesome." Long necks translate see that. Um, all right, so short <laughs> bottles like three fifty mils. All oh, right, right, I've got stubbies. you, got you, got you. Yeah, yeah, got you. All right, so sh- short bottles, stubbies, big bottles. So 
I appreciate what are what's a fucking is it a liter? No, I think it might be. Yeah, I think it's a liter, like a mm-hmm. full liter bottle. That's a long like here. Um, going when, when I was a lad, um, <laughs> you would buy <laughs> you'd buy half a dozen VB long necks with VB being like local fucking brand cheap beer, and mm-hmm. and you would like if you drank fucking long necks, you were as hard as mate. There was a guarantee if you were drinking long necks, you had a packet of Winnie Blues folded up in the sleeve of your black t shirt. <laughs> An education here. This is better than Rosetta Stone. I'll tell you that Rosetta Stone can go and fuck itself. Um, so, <laughs> which which does Australia? Um, <laughs> yeah, so so they're drinking fucking long necks at lunchtime. So they've literally gone to the gone to the, the bar and said, "Just give me a couple of full size bottles, mm. like liter bottles," and they're just fuck. And I'm, they're going, "That's awesome." That is, that just says. Just fucking Westy, don't give a fuck. Just yeah. <laughs> if that had a packet of Winnie Blues, that would have pushed it. I would have been, I would have been doing laps in my house, going, "Yeah, it's everywhere." Um, you know, and the, <laughs> it's so bizarre. It is so bizarre that it, you know it's from there. From well, you know what? If we sold from the old man, we can steal from Sheldon. And I, it's just like, are we doing it? Are we doing? It? Are we going to do it? Ah, oh, fuck it, we're going to do it. And that of, are we talking about it? No, we're going to do it. No, we do it. And then all of a sudden, Johnny's fucking, Johnny apparently needs to grow some nuts. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of talk about Johnny's nuts in this movie. A lot yeah. of talk about Johnny's nuts. <laughs> Poor Johnny's nuts. Um, oh. Yeah, the, 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 like, I love it. Like, Sheldon is a character, right? Or, or Johnny mm. Bro, the, playing him. Uh, like, the, <laughs> Johnny Bro. Um, yeah, you wouldn't instantly associate, like, Hardman. You know what I mean with with him as an actor, and even then, I don't think he necessarily. There are a couple of scenes where I'm like that. Yeah, I could imagine you heading a gang, but like, there's something about he's he's a he's a total sleazeball, and I love that about that. That's what this movie needs. You need like a sleazy kind of a, a guy who has all this muscle around him. You like this. You know, if at any point this muscle decides that they don't want to listen to Sheldon anymore, he's gone. You know, <laughs> like he, yeah, he's, he's fucked. He's, he's fucked. But none of them are none of them are that bright. Like they're not yeah, bright enough to go. Hey, I'm a yeah, he's he's purposely like surrounded himself with a lot of kind of thick muscle. Um, I say thick as in not intelligent. And um, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I love that like kind of aspect as well. Can, can I ask like just like because I know we're working through it, but like see like. I, I love time travel movies. Like genuine, I've always loved time travel movies. It's like a like a, uh, a kind of geeky little passion of mine. Um, mm. And I don't always get as hung up as some people do when it comes to like post viewing a movie. Did it make sense? And I know some people mm. really get on with that. You know, well, Looper couldn't have happened because you know, you're oh, fucking. It's just a movie. <laughs> just fucking have fun with it. Like, Wait. like this. This one is like. See, of all the times to get like annoyed at egregious mistakes and things like that, this movie did not at the beginning say based on a true story. So fuck off, right? <laughs> you know, like. Didn't say that, right? So, like, I, I don't direct that to any other movie that says based on a true story and throw your shit at that. But like, there's a there's a small group of them where I actually think surprisingly um, there's a bit more attention paid to the story than you would expect. Mega Time Squad is one of them. Not that I'm going to say 
Um, I don't want to upset any of your kind of quantum mechanic physicist friends or listeners. Yeah, uh, I have a great number of, of quantum mechanic physicist friends yeah. that uh, regularly contact me and go, you know, <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, like, people stand in. Yeah, but like in terms of the loops and how characters interact and, 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 and the, the way it's built up, specifically with... Uh, aspects in the movie which don't make sense the first time you watch them but when they loop through they do um, this has once again considering it's low budget um, kind of haphazard nature and very rural kind of dialect um, it's surprisingly well written in that aspect it reminds me a lot and it's because we've been chatting backwards and forwards a while ago about kind of doing like a, a triple bill between this blood punch which you mentioned which is also a great example of small indie movie but actually does quite a bit clever work with the, the kind of tra- time travel aspect and time crimes as well, which is another movie which is shot for fucking peanuts. Um, you know, not an expensive movie at all. Very small budget, very small cast, but the premise of the time travel is surprisingly well thought out. And yeah, 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 oddly enough, I the, the last episode, mm-hmm. um, you weren't aware of this, but I actually uh, recorded a whole episode on time crimes with Boz just last night. Well, he loves him some time crimes. He's a big friend oh, of uh, Nacho Vigalondo. Nacho Vigalondo. Yeah, yes. so Nacho Vigalondo. But that's like to me, that's where it all like it all works. Um, and. And a good fact, like, you don't have to be back to the future. You don't have to have the sprawling three decade. You don't have to go down that road. If you're going to do something, why not? Especially with time travel, like, make it, like, a couple of hours. Or make it, like, you know, like, ten minutes or something in terms of a loop. Because when you start doing that, like, the, the amount of fuckery you can get up to in storytelling is brilliant. Especially when it comes to, well, just don't make that mistake again. Right, jump back five minutes before so you don't make that mistake. Or, I made that decision. I really wish I hadn't. It's not like I have to go back and throw Hitler's baby off a wall. Um, you know, or, you know what I mean? I, I don't have to do that. I, I can just do the, the jump just before the, the, the thing that went wrong for me and try it again. And you know what? If that doesn't work, I'll jump back again and try it again. And I'll jump back again. And I'll just keep doing it. And, and that, that's why, like, when the mega time squad kind of assemble at the end, I mean, there's a whole lot of... This movie does kind of, like, wander off into the sunset in a way which you're kind of like, no. <laughs> like, it yeah. feels a, a bit reckless, yeah. but... I don't give a fuck, because this movie doesn't give a fuck. And that's what kind of makes it, like, super entertaining, is when it finishes, you're like, yeah! And then, like, maybe later on, you're like, huh? But you're still like, yeah! And then synthwave, just synthwave them. Hit them with a synthwave. synthwave and it's, and it's right. <laughs> Off into the sunset, and they live happily ever after. And then you go, ah, oh, fuck it. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to worry about it. Now, <laughs> there, there's a point that you've just raised about going back five minutes and fixing yep. that thing. Mm-hmm. And, and that that brings me to, to one of the things that... I'm going to look, New Zealand, much like Australia and um, and Scotland, not a country with a lot of guns. No, we, we, we have, we have well, I'm, I'm sure there's someone somewhere that has a lot of them. I just don't see them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On a general basis, though, you don't see them, you know, there, there's not license to carry laws and all that sort of stuff like our US friends have. Yeah, I think, I think if you... Bear uh, arms or arm bears. Yeah, if you... <laughs> um, I think if you... <laughs> <laughs> Rambo beer for the win. Um, I think if you like, <laughs> I think if you if you look at like like this 
those three countries, if you actually analyse the the death date or the murder data, uh, you will find that I think gun crime is like less than one percent of murder deaths in in Scotland. So that says a lot. I think in America, it's all the death, including yeah. natural. <laughs> yeah, it's just. It, he, he had a gun, he looked at a gun, and then he fucking died. He died he calmly, calmly surrounded by his family in his bed with a EK-47. That's, <laughs> that's right, for home security. Um, so, so getting back to the, the point, um, Grandma is in the bank with mm-hmm. a fucking shoddy. Yes, that's how she it, rolls. It, 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 in a two dollar carry bag, and I'm going, fuck yeah! <laughs> no, but no one, no one fucking batted an eye that Granny had a fucking shoddy in the in the in the bank, and I'm going, yep. I mean, admittedly, it's a pretty shit bank, really, because <laughs> apparently it's a bank that don't have any money. Um, yep. <laughs> this is a bank we don't have any money. Um, He's 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 a die pack in a in a fucking metal tin that has thirty eight dollars uh, and some checks in it. It's, it's funny because she 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 rolls in with you know she comes in with a, a well, she's there with a shotgun and according to bowling from Colum, uh, bowling for Columbine when you go to set up a bank account in America they give you one. <laughs> Here's a gun. He's, the game. <laughs> he, he's 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 a checkbook with poodles on it and uh, and a gun. There you go. Thanks for being a one means customer. <laughs> Um, (laughs) yeah but you know but Johnny goes back you know five minutes and saves himself which I thought was pretty smart that was good Mm -hmm. work Johnny Mm -hmm. it was good work Um, now I don't know there was a brief point where I actually stopped the movie and rolled it back before he goes to rob the bank yes uh, even before he actually goes to rob rob the old man and and it's the sequence where he's like getting himself ready to do the initial crime Mm -hmm. and he cooks a sausage with a lighter Yes, yes. Um, e. Yeah. coli is running rampant. <laughs> yeah, I, I just like I look. I've 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 lived as a student, you know, <laughs> off ramen and various other things, and you know, lighter cooked sausage by any chance? Question mark. <laughs> not 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 quite lighter cooked sausage. Um, I I have. I have cooked a lamb chop by holding the bone over a flame. Uh, <laughs> not gonna lie, that that not my proudest moment, but uh, yeah, I did do that. I did just hold it there by the bone, just twisting them. Were you we camping? Were you camping? No, it was in the but, kitchen. Oh, right, yeah, that's the no, yeah. <laughs> there, there were no clean pots. The, the, the romantic mystique of that image in my brain has just been shattered. <laughs> No, just in front of the cooker, man. Just, just that, that's right. It's just uh, for for memory. I, I'm pretty sure I was wearing pants, um, which is good. But yeah, no, it was just fucking. Yeah, you, you've got to wear pants just in case you get some of that rendered fat splatter. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's ooh, oh, yeah. Hard, yep. hard to explain away. Um, but but you know, fun if you can get someone to kiss it better. Um, <laughs> This could be my favourite review of anything ever, by the way. (laughs) It's just... But the 
this movie like brings it to you. It doesn't take itself too seriously, and it's just like you know. What? It doesn't at all. That's why that that's why like when Arrow video announced that they were putting out, I think it played at London Fright Fest, and they acquired it just after that. And they're like, yeah, we're okay. putting out the Mega Time Squad. And I remember seeing that the poster is. I think maybe the did designs uh, in the UK designed the poster artwork. I might be wrong about that. Don't shout at me, listeners, if I am. And I follow his stuff. I've interviewed him before. A great guy on his book. He's a fucking super nice guy. And um, that will usually, in a lot of respects, you know, I will throw a couple of shekels, even at a release that I don't think I want, if the artwork's been designed by someone that I like or someone, you know, involved with the project to someone that I've interviewed or whatnot. I, I like to do that. And, um, like, I remember seeing the, the Arrow did, like, produced trailer for it. Um, and I saw it and I was like, this looks fucking bonkers like absolutely mental um i need to see this movie and that was the big thing like i've seen it three times now uh, i watched it last night on the run for this and i will say that even on the third time watching this movie it's as much fun if not more fun than that first time i watched it and i don't think like especially with time travel movies which we're talking about before there is a an idea of diminishing returns with them because once you know the secret once you know the the you know the once you know how the sausage is made so to speak um you know, you know yeah, with a layer. Um, do those movies start to lose their charm? And that's true. Some of them, some in that genre do, but the fact that this movie, like I said before, it weirdly does fit and match up surprisingly well, but it at no point puts itself forward as a serious movie. It's like, it's not like Time Cop or anything like that, which is a totally serious movie. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's, it's, it's not like that. It's, it's having fun with it. You've got really well written, really fast paced, witty dialogue. Um, like scenes where you're like that. Yeah. Like, cause that's the thing as well. Like, see when people acquire time power, the power over time, like, it's, it's, you, you would fuck with it, surely. <laughs> you know, like, oh god, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I don't think enough movies do that. I think, like, like, oh, heavy is this burden that I have acquired to control the powers of time that I must be... You know, fuck off. You know what I mean? You'd fuck with it. For the first couple anyway, until you realise the gravity of your situation. Um, but you would fuck with it. And Mega Time Squad 100% understands that you're going to fuck with it a little bit. And it does it really, really well. And that's the fun aspect of it. Is in, the, in a lot of ways, is relatable whilst being completely unbelievable. And I, <laughs> I think that is a fine line to toe in this movie, does it? And when it starts to lose that, synthwave. Let's <laughs> see so you bring them back. Bring them back with synthwave. Hammering the synthwave. Yeah, and, or, you know what, just throw in a completely Scooby-Doo scene. Of course! When... When all the Johnnies are moving, like, through fucking Shelton's house. Yeah. Totally fucking Scooby-Doo. Incredibly ridiculous. Hard you know, not to smile, though, young. when you're seeing it, though. Yes. Yes. Because you, you just laugh. And, and then, you know what? If you're not, if you're still not on board, let, let, let's show a picture of uh, a water pistol that looks like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that, that just fucking, that cuts through everything. <laughs> just like, fucking I was trying to work out like what Shelton was, you know, was he like fucking, you know, at the the shallow end of the organized crime pool? And then I went, no, 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 he's like, mm-hmm. like he's like the dudes from Only Fools and Horses mixed <laughs> with like just a dead shit fucking um, dope dealer, you know, like, yeah. just you know, just 
not not really fucking hardcore, not all that smart, but he's got his hands on all sorts of just random shit. Yeah. And, and somehow makes money out of it. Because he's, in the, he's go, in the dead part of the town, like you were saying before. He's in that, he's yeah. in that bit where, like, organised crime is going to have no fucking interest in. So he's, like, he is scrimping and saving and wheeling and dealing constantly to make himself a player. He is, weirdly in this one, he is the, the analogy of, you know, in the land of the blind, the, the man with one eye is one king. Eggs. Yeah, eggs. so like, he is, he is that, but it's like in the land of no money and no prospects, the man with muscle is king. That's literally it, but like, like muscle with no intelligence at all that it can manipulate. And as a result, it has everyone doing everything for him. All the way through this movie, he takes really no risk until the end where he kind of has to fight for survival, so to speak. And even then, it's not really a fight, so to speak. And, um, you you know what I mean? But that's kind of what I love about him, is that I think we we don't see enough of that on screen either as the small-time player, the the person that is a complete... like. And if this was an American movie, right, this would be, even if it wasn't a rundown part of a a neighbourhood somewhere, or even if it was a British movie, um, it would be set in some rundown part of London. But the guy that would be in charge would be some, like, heavy, as some description. And, you know, he would have his finger and something, and he'd be making a play for the big time. And he'd basically be a character from a Guy Ritchie movie. Um, and Not that, that there's anything wrong with that, by the way. No, 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 not at all. Uh, but that, that's what I'm saying. Be, but you, there would be some yeah. some deal to make him a big player and, and all that. And I love the fact that this movie just doesn't deal with that at all, because it doesn't have to deal with that. This guy's yeah. a fucking total sleazeball user waste of space who is is perfectly played I mean one of my favourite roles um, in the movie is Shell because he really is one he's a great actor he's got great comedic timing but two he plays it perfectly and when you when you bring that element in there sometimes it doesn't have to be about a you know a 16 million dollar cocaine deal that goes wrong you know sometimes it can be simply rob a bank um, yes. And those are the or best. A, a handbag full of Chinese money. Yeah, I didn't really find out how much it is. It's just yeah, a handbag. We don't need to know how much it is. Um, and that, once again, I love those aspects. Like sometimes a, a story told on a macro level can have the same impact as one on a you know on a mass level. And that's the fun. That's the fun of Mega Times Code. Is really actually in the grand scheme of things the. Out with the time travel, which could fuck the universe. Um, the the stakes are not super high. And they don't need to be, but that doesn't mean that you're not invested in everything that happens on the screen. And I, well, I think sometimes that's that's where good stories can be told, is when you just do it on a smaller level. It's like when you watch Deathgasm, I mean, Deathgasm, the ramifications are the end of the world, but it's handled through, you know, a small town black metal band. You know what I mean? And like Sometimes you don't have to do the... You know, the, 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 the kind of larger, like, worldview of, of how things will get fucked. Sometimes it's great to say, well, you know, if you, as the first line, it's, it's Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um, I'm, I'm, my brain is connected all the dots. You're like, this is the Hellmouth, and if I don't control this Hellmouth in Sunnydale, then the world is over. But it's still in Sunnydale, and it's still five people fighting vampires. And you can do it on that level. I saw the, I think it's a, this is where I upset you, I'm sure it's an Australian movie. And was, is it Nick, Nick Chronic? Nick Chronic? Nick Chronic. Oh. <laughs> I'm, yes, it's it's necro it's necrotronic. Or yeah, something. and that's an Australian um, movie, isn't it? 
Please tell me it's a mystery. It, it is. Yeah. It's not a good so, one. Um, I, yeah, it's, it's like CGI'd within an inch of its life. Uh, very Power oh, Rangers-esque in parts. Um, and once again, full of that like that dialect that people refer to each other in ways that I don't understand. Um, but in that movie, it's the same idea. It's like a, a world view of how fucked things can be. But it's done on a small level because budget, <laughs> like budget and green screens. Because budget, and, yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm fine with that. Mega Time Squad is small, insular story, huge ramifications, but it's budget. Um, and you know, like, and uh, does does at any point does Johnny Boy understand that if what he has falls into the wrong hands, everything is over? No, does he care? No. <laughs> Let's give a fuck. And, and I love that. It's all about what Johnny can do for Johnny. Yeah, he, you know, he's our hero. He's the hero. <laughs> he's a hero who really, he, he just wants to, to get on with his new girlfriend, mm-hmm. drink a long neck, have a pie. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that when they, when they end up in the fucking, uh, in the honeymoon suite and they have pies. Yes. <laughs> it's, mm. just a, it's just a choice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking choice brew. This is classy Aceman. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's so weird, but it's so fun. You know, even when there's like all the Johnnies and they're arguing amongst themselves. Uh-huh. And, he, and he says to like, he says to, is it Kelly? Is that her name? Kelly? Yeah, Kelly, yeah. Kelly. Kelly, you have to watch the you have to watch the money. She says, "What for?" She, he says, oh, "I don't trust these cunts." <laughs> That's right. They're, they're all you. They're all you. Cunts. And you think because there's there's that part of when you when you sit and you question like if you're like me, um, like when you go to do something, if it's not like the most mundane thing, uh, even the most mundane thing, you're like, should I do it or should I not do it? So you question things, and that's what I love about that scene where they're all kind of chatting amongst each other um, and yeah, they're all like well you know maybe we should do this no we should totally do this we should totally do that it's that idea of like the, the fractured brain is all these different personalities in theory what should happen is they should all decide on the same thing because ultimately you know they're all one brain they're all clones of the same person and but then at the same time some have lived Five minutes longer, ten minutes longer, twenty minutes longer, and if that's the case, those twenty minutes might shape your experience. It's those small attentions to detail from a writing side of things that I get behind. That you know, I, I really, really enjoy. Um, and it's it's why I think, like, let's let's put it this way: there is a very good chance that there is a high proportion of your listenership have never seen Mega Time Squad. It's a small indie movie. Arrow's put it out, but it's still not a, you know, it's only been out a few years. It's not, it's not really acquired that cult status yet. I think it will. Um, but I would say, you know, if you're looking for a fucking fun movie to shove on with a group of friends on a Saturday night, once you can, <laughs> once you can have friends back round again, or even do like a fucking, <laughs> like a, a, an online screening with your friends in Zoom or something like that. If, if you're looking for a movie that you can just kick on and have fun with, Mega Time Squad is right up near the top. There are a few oh, movies that just give pure unadulterated entertainment and joy in this movie. Yeah, that's it. It is just unadulterated entertainment. It's it doesn't take itself too seriously. Doesn't fucking care. And it just goes. You know, if you want to watch it and have a laugh and learn a whole lot of really exciting like New Zealand uh, phrases and idioms, which is great. Um, and one of my favourites is still, "Would you like a hoon on Magoon?" Um, 
Uh, see, I actually didn't know that, that Kiwis called it a goon as well, but um, clearly they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, while I'm there, the container inside the Boxo wine, mm-hmm. the, the, that is called a goon sack. <laughs> don't ask me why I don't know uh, yeah. but it's a goon sack and you want a hoon on my goon is is not a euphemism for you to want to polish my knob yep. uh, but and you should it call it could be it's so <laughs> but, but it might be you just don't know yeah. but oh yeah look 100% agree this movie is fucking massive fun it is like it, it low budget but doesn't show low budget really mm-hmm. um you know not overuse of the cgi which is fucking great mm-hmm. um and it's just yeah it doesn't take it, it's just a, i mean even the point like after they're chasing johnny through the hotel and like one of the johnnies has been killed there's yeah. a gag about the manager's room smelling like jizz yes <laughs> <laughs> clean, clean up your tidy up your room it smells like jizz it's just like fucking yep that's it <laughs> Just move on. Yeah. Even after like Johnny sees him, sees his own corpse, it's had his face blown up. He drops his keys in it, and it's just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Does not give a shit. Uh, so there we go, ladies and gentlemen. That has been a very brief and informal chat with the man, the myth, the legend, Duncan McLeish, about Mega Time Squad from 2018. You should watch it. This is all going to turn to shit, and I'm going to disappear up my own arsehole. <laughs> Can I just say before you cut me off? Before you cut me off, and I go away, um, I like I, I, don't, I promised myself that I wouldn't get sentimental and sappy at the end of this episode, <laughs> um, especially because we've been talking about jism and goon sacks and God knows what else during the recording. But it has been an absolute honour and pleasure to take part in uh, Witch versus the Doomsday Clock over the three years. That's fucking insane um, that you've been running this. Genuinely think, and I've said it many times before, and there is a reason that I play your promo as much as I do, one of my favourite shows out there. Um, it will be sorely missed, but if you haven't taken the plunge yet over to your new venture, uh, listeners, um, over checking out what the witch is doing with a whole lot of gangster and gang movies uh, and the Gangs of Hollywood podcast, do it. Trust me. I'm not just saying that because I've also recorded over there, um, but it's... <laughs> It's a seamless transition and a playground of movies, which um, some are very popular, some are totally, you know, under your radar for sure. You go across, check them out and continue supporting this man's hard work because trust me, he's one of the best. So thank you very much for having me on. Oh, thank you, Sarah. I'm I'm all a a little weepy and um, (laughs) not just in my eyes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hi-yo. You have been listening to Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock, a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. Come join the rest of the Meat Popsicles in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock.